and welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, and I as, am, as always, joined by my partners in crime, the Goon. How are you, Goon? I'm just awesome. Yes, you are. Chief, how you doing tonight? Uh, tonight's episode of Swimming with the Fish will have a fish that none of us would like to swim with. Oh, ain't that the truth? Oh, my gosh. Well played. Well played. Folks, you're, you'll, you will totally understand that. Um, for those of you who didn't notice, um, the three of us don't know how to work a calendar <clears throat> because last week turned out to be the final week of uh, February, and uh, we forgot to do our conspiracy theory public service announcement shows. Um, the chief pointed this out to me a day later, which really didn't help because I don't have a time machine. So we're going to be doing it tonight. And with that, I turn the reins of control of the show over to the chief. Chief, take it away. Well, this has nothing to do with tonight's show. I'd just like to point out that <clears throat> the only month that pretends to identify and celebrate black history has the least amount of days to celebrate it. it thus, <coughs> thus throwing me off once again, thinking there would at least be one more day, which there was not. Every four years, you get an extra day. Every four years. Mm -hmm. I get an extra day, which is still less than the the month that has the least amount of days after that, which would be 30. Yes. Well, I didn't make the calendar. Um, that was um, um, some guy named uh, Gregorian or Greg or somebody like that. That was Pope Gregory. You're still kind of responsible. Yeah, I'm, being the only Catholic in the room, <laughs> I'm responsible for what all Catholics, especially the papacy, do. That's um, that's a quite a heavy burden. Thank you, uh, thank you, Goon. Yeah. You're welcome. In in speaking of you, that, you being part of that schism, you know, you guys couldn't get your way; you just left. You know, so for good reason too. Yeah, ninety nine of them actually. <laughs> just saying, Jay Z wrote wrote a song about that. <laughs> <laughs> well played, I'm sir. sure that's what he was thinking <laughs> when he wrote that. Yep. Uh, now I'm going to have to go. By, the, by the way, you, by you, the way, Chief, it's also a month in the winter, so it's like too cold if you wanted to have a parade or anything. Everything that, about it stinks. I'm beginning to think that it's its own conspiracy. You really ought to like look into that. Maybe we can do that for next week's show. Uh, no, no, or next no. month's show. See. I do public service announcements, okay? Good point. Well, uh, this will be a public service to point out the fact that this is a conspiracy. I don't, I don't need... See, that, and, and as one of the wonderful people that I work with uh, stated, it's not a conspiracy when it's true. So... Because <laughs> I was... That's true. But you know what else is true, Chief? I mean, I will, just one thing I almost forgot. Um, I have a couple of numbers that I think the goon is going to like. Great. The first number is is, is, it, hmm. is it the number of weeks that John McCain's been dead? It's close. You know, if you would have allowed me to just stay the numbers, you might be able to figure it out yourself. All right, I'll just shut up. The first number is 188. Uh, uh, no idea. That's the number of days since John McCain died. Oh, lovely. See, you're a bit psychic, <clears throat> but I think the other number is even better for you, and that number is 613. 
More crickets. Number of days left in AOC's term? Congratulations. I have it listed as the number of days till election day 2020, but same thing. Nice. Bravo. Well done. Well done. Nice. So, so we have 613 more days of, of absolutely amazing material. Yeah. Well, actually, knowing her, she'll probably still be, you know, in the spotlight even after she's bounced like a rubber ball. We can only hope. You, But but Chief needs to continue. Yeah. We're so, so sorry. First of all, you're making an assumption that she's even going to get bounced. She has taken over the party. Cash me outside. How about that? Okay. <laughs> so, but that has nothing to do with today. Actually, it kind of I'm does. waiting for her to make a comment about the Clintons. She'll be gone then. Uh but as stated, three words, Fort Marcy Park. Obviously, she knows better because the puppeteer, wait, wait the puppeteer that is controlling her, that has elevated a person to be able to do things like she has made it so that her senior advisors and her count um, uh, staff only make eighty thousand. Now, one she has stated publicly. That is because she wanted to give everyone a living wage. And so what she did was she cut it from the top and put it to the bottom uh, so that her lowest uh, staffers were able to make 54000 But what this was actually doing was the people that were lobbyists and other uh, no longer have to do financial disclosures. So now they can make untold amount of money because a congressional financial disclosure only happens when you make over $126,000, which is what they're supposed to make. Wow. How very slick of her. And which is what I keep warning you two about, is that you may think that she is ditzy and other, but the person that got her in her position and the one who has transformed her from the dancing bar girl into a uh, leftist attack dog is not... Hillary. Well... <laughs> No, that was the attack dog. <laughs> <laughs> that dog had to get the old yeller treatment. <laughs> wow, that's some that's some that's some good info. I had no idea about that. Yes. See, so, what you're suggesting is that I I should stop with the disdain and 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 uh, see her as more of a uh, a front man for a front sorry front person for a um, for a more sinister puppeteer. That is what I am saying. There's probably You've, there's her handler, and then the person that is controlling her handler, and that's that, Soros. Well, no, that is not Soros. Soros, I, I can't tell because I don't know. I don't think it is him because uh, the groups that she is associated with, he doesn't have his hands in. That yeah. I'm aware of. But still. What does that have to do with tonight's show? It has to do with the fact of fear. Fear yes. and the boogeyman. The, the boogeyman, Baba Yaga. Well, so there there are every country has. I know. This list you gave was great. Folks, I got a list that will just curl your spine. I will be including it in the notes. Don't worry. So uh, even there was, there was a person on that list that, well, that didn't make that list, but was the true embodiment of a boogeyman. Now, oh, gosh. Uh, so so everyone knows the boogeyman was a control mechanism. 
in order to get your kids to do what you wanted them to do. In every country, the story was all pretty much the same. Not always, but pretty much the same. That if you did not follow the parents' instructions, something really bad would happen. Yeah. I, reading through this, I was I was amazed that, I mean, everywhere from Japan, Korea, Europe, Eastern and Western Europe, all had this whole same concept of your kid is you know, acts up and they're going to be taken away by somebody in a bag. What's the deal with the bag? It is. I, I don't understand what the what the actual bag is for, but the well, they had to carry him something, you know. Yeah, well. But I mean, you would think some of them would carry him in a basket or a cage. No, everybody's got a bag. I was like, that's a little creepy. Now, like it's the same guy. The uh, number four from Quebec mm-hmm. uh, is something that the goon had talked about. Now, goon, oh, the seven o'clock man. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Seven o'clock man. Which happens to coincide. On home sept urs. With, uh, they live. Yes, yes, indeed. Oh, really? Yes, being, what, being nicotine deprived at seven o'clock, you would see their true form. Oh, I will never see their true form. (laughs) Oh, no, you said nicotine. I thought you said caffeine. Sorry. I've been nicotine deprived now for about 28 years. So it's very possible. Now, in the interesting thing is in Trinidad and Tobago, the their version of be it great sauce. was the same as the leprechauns, which wasn't technically on the list, but had the same ways of defeating said apparition or whatever you want to call this thing. Right. And the, yeah, yeah, it was it was very odd. Yes, I mean the, the what are they, they called the jumbies, the jumbies. Yeah, yeah. Post yeah, I've heard, I've heard the deal with the sand and the grain, where you can you can defeat them by giving them a pile of sand or a pile of rice, and they have to count each grain. I've I've also heard that's a way of of holding up vampires, is that they have to count grains of sand. Vampires, no. Oh. Leprechauns. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, and that that makes it a. As accurate as possible. Hey, look, my only two truths in the universe are if it's on Wikipedia or if it's in a movie. So that explains way too much, doesn't it? I do appreciate the fact that the number one boogeyman on your list is from Italy. That is <laughs> correct. And and, and <laughs> we'll take away your children if they don't eat their dinner. Exactly. Mangia, kids. <laughs> Mangiare. <laughs> we eat, you die. <laughs> You see, so that is uh, that explains a lot of comedians, does it not? <laughs> oh. It does, indeed. Oh, my gosh. God rest his soul. He, and you notice he said he wasn't afraid. <laughs> I'm not afraid, yeah. You're not scaring me! <laughs> uh, Goon, why don't you explain to the folks who we're talking about while I make we're a note to include that link <laughs> we're, in we're the talking, show. We're talking about the uh, late, great John Panette, a stand-up comedian who... Uh, who was a, a a big guy, self self proclaimed big guy, and uh, very much liked Italian food. And we're talking about a, a bit that he did uh, from uh, 
being on a movie in France and then finding out he was only like uh, 45 minutes from Italy. Weeks into the shots, he's really sick of French food. And then somebody says, well, you know, we're only 45 minutes from Italy and just about killed the guy. But we, we digress. It, it's a great skit. I'll include the link. Please, Chief, continue. It's, it's about the only fun thing about you, today's yeah, show. It, it is the only fun thing you'll, you'll see. Um, this, yeah, this is a horrible, horrible thing. I mean, some of these were actually, um, one of them was a little weird. Uh, the one that looked like, um, oh, who was that character in um, McDonald's Land? Oh, no. oh, Grimace? Grimace. The one that looked like Grimace from Finland? Yes. Or a little bit like Patrick from SpongeBob. It's gross. Yeah, Grokey, a giant blue blob, who's so lonely and sad that the ground beneath her feet freezes as she walks. She's not malevolent, just lonely. But she frightens people and they run away from her, which would make her even more lonely. How sad. You want to give her a hug? Yeah, so that, now that is off of the German word boggle, of which we get bogey, uh, and, and, loosely translated boogie and thus boogie person because groke or groquet or however you say that is a woman Mm -hmm. so it doesn't make any sense which you know while we're going down this path the big thing to take away is Mm -hmm. that from the beginning people have been trying to condition their kids and condition them with fear and as we will go, as we will learn later on, that conditioning shapes who a person is. So you do it wrong and you wonder why you've got somebody who is willing to kill like 47 people and not bat an eye. All right. Well, now, I mean, if you think about it, most most ways that you're conditioned, certainly by the government, are fear. You know, pay your taxes or we'll throw you in jail. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's also fact. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it's still scary. Uh, not if your name is Wesley Snipes, because <laughs> you you'll take that risk and you'll see it happen. And, and, and you will go to jail. <laughs> and then you'll come back and make a lot of really bad movies to pay off your debt. Hey, he was he was in some good ones. Mm, uh, well, yeah, he made it into the Expendables, right? Didn't he? That's yeah. correct. Yes. Yeah. One of the worst, but the third one was not as good as the others, in my opinion. No, I have to agree. I think the first one was probably the best. I didn't get all the way through the, the third one. But I just lost interest. <laughs> it happens. I, we, you probably saw a squirrel somewhere, and you. <laughs> You and the Canine Protective Force. Everybody to the door. (laughs) Really, squirrel? Wow. Okay. I think he's suggesting you have a short attention span, Goon. That's because I don't care about all that much. I think he's suggesting you have a short attention span, Goon. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? Sorry. I'm just... I've had too much caffeine and too little sleep. I had a nap today, though. I felt really good. I would suggest this to anyone who can do this, you know. Come home from work and go take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> You've just described what most parents do that can, because I'll be told over and over again 
that uh, women who work still have to do all this other kind of stuff, and they don't have the luxury that the uh, the men do, and it's a double standard, and they're hey, terrible. Things. I work I work hard for the money, <laughs> so so hard for it, honey. So I think the the pronoun on there is incorrect, honey. No. That how how does that song go? Is it he works or she works? No, she it's, works. Right. He works hard for the money. Right. So So you better treat her right. Right. So uh So Which I'm sure you do. You're, you're a she now? You're, you're, apparently I can identify anything any way I want, so you know, what the heck. I like the song. I was a big Pat Benatar fan when I was much younger. Okay. Mostly because she was shorter than me. That's that's impressive. Indeed. <laughs> how do you know she, this? Because I know how tall she is. You've seen her in concert. You read about it on Wikipedia. Saw her in a movie. I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah, probably two of those three things. That's what I'm guessing too. I'm just just curious. You're just jealous. So. Jealousy doesn't have to do with fear um, unless no, it doesn't. unless you lash out. And <clears throat> one of the things as I, as I was going down this road, conditioning of, the, of people has been done uh, throughout history. Uh, we we're going over the boogeyman, which was used to condition kids. Now, uh, men also had conditioning, at least in Japan, of which I didn't uh, put up there in our little note section originally, but have now provided the, the cast just to see what their reaction would be because uh, as I was going through this particular one, I was like, well, this is what my particular wife is always warning me about. And uh, The Jorogumo? Yes. I can't say that word. <laughs> the, you mean the translation of it? or Yes, the translation <laughs> of that. I mean, I can say it. It's It's... You know, it's the <laughs> spider, and, and yes, that got exactly what you think it did. Yeah, you you, you could use the other uh, phrase there, binding bride. That'd probably be all right. Yeah, but the, it, it doesn't that have... That sounds a little too S&M. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. It was a warning, and this warning, to this day, mm -hmm. men do not seem to be able to grasp because as people like uh, Jeff Bezos or <laughs> or Donald Trump or let's see Brad Pitt there's if if you are oh, a person the list goes on and, yeah. on and on yes there, there there have been writings there has been music there have been paintings there is a whole um Folklore, all based on guys who who find something attractive, go after it, and are subsequently killed. Now, killing doesn't have to be, you know, your your physical death. It can be your professional death, your mental death, you know, the, your social death. But basically, you, you don't come out unscathed. And that, and one thing that I didn't see was something for women. 
even though there's a lot of times that uh, women seem to be the, the purveyors of all this information instead of the receivers of it. What do you mean, receivers? Do you mean it doesn't happen to them? No, okay, so... Uh, <clears throat> women they, are never... Women are never unfaithful, although you have to wonder oh, no. who all the men are unfaithful with. That is not what I was saying. unfaithful to their wives. This is not what I was saying at all. Oh. What I was saying is that we have boogeyman for kids, we have horse spiders for men, mm -hmm. uh, but I didn't find any... Uh, how many... Like you said... Uh, well, uh, well, okay, wait a second, Chief. You don't need to make up anything because you have society <laughs> that goes after, you know, the real aspects of society, you know, the patriarchy... That goes after women when they do things wrong. So they, they don't need a boogeyman. They've got reality. So now we have male privilege? Wouldn't that be awesome? No, what I'm saying is like, <laughs> uh, there's a, a going down the jogging path. Mm -hmm. and, and you find a dead woman. But you don't find the sign that says, if you find me dead on a jogging path, I was killed <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> My body was dumped here. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's that's so funny and funny and wrong, but true. Um, yes, if I'm ever if you ever find my 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 corpse on a jogging path, you'll know for a fact that I was murdered and taken there because yeah, I wouldn't be found there alive. Yeah, um, I, I you've often said you wouldn't even be found dead on a jogging path, so it's not going to happen. Right. But the, Me either. The the thing is, there aren't telltale signs. I mean, there or not telltale. There aren't manuals there aren't uh things like jack the ripper did did anyone say don't go hooking on the streets in in london i mean if that was out there that somebody may cut you up i bet a lot of people would rethink or at least go in in people's homes to do it and not do it on the the filthy streets of london wasn't he a uh a media sensation when the attack started? No, he was a sensation after, because he okay. never because he was never caught. And but they did they did cover him during the the spree. Uh, if you look at the papers, they just said unknown unknown, and then he got a name. Once he got the name, that is when stuff. At least, uh, people would go into brothels and stop going to you know street purveyors, yeah. which you know uh, side plug in. Kamala Harris has... No way, what? <laughs> ...has stated... That, whoa, whoa, how did we get there? Wait a minute. <laughs> ...has stated that she Dude, wants to... I think I got whiplash from, from the segue from Jack the Ripper to Kamala Harris. She wants to legalize prostitution. She oh, says, nationwide? Correct. She says that sex workers should no longer be uh, stigmatized and have to work in... You, horrible conditions to which many libertarians say you know it should have never been criminalized in the first place people, oh, people much like alcohol people are going to do it anyways well and, not only that but you know in, in theory the one thing you know we keep being told is that a woman owns her body so she should be able to sell it okay well hey what about guys well, well, why, no. why is it just women because 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 patriarchy you, you, you thinking of a new career or something, Chief? Uh, have you not heard of the man whore? Fred Garvin. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I just, you know, just... Male prostitute, okay? 
yeah no I, I understand see this and you can tie these together because you know for a fact that a male prostitute is going to meet a whore spider and at that point he may not come out just well, gone sucked up under the waterfall never seen again I was thinking something like matter antimatter explosion I was almost sure that you were going to bring up an American God scene, which you described to me oh, at no, work. No, no, no. <laughs> this is a family show. And while I enjoy American Gods, soon to be uh, gracing our um, our airwaves, I believe, this month. I think it comes back this month. Who cares? I don't um, watch that. Go there ahead. is a particular scene of a of an uh, ancient fertility goddess and, and how she acquires converts um not quite sure yeah how do you so what happens because are they regurgitated usually when you when you do that to a person they're gone well yeah they shrink in and end up inside her and she just keeps them i would think they'd be dead unless they're eating her or she's sustaining them somehow well there was a scene many episodes later of the one individual in question Floating in, in blissful ignorance. So, who, who can tell? He might actually be happy he's there. Yeah, see, that's well, that's an unknown unknown. Well, I mean, you're in the presence of your deity. One would think you'd be happy. No. Mo you won't be happy if you're in the presence of your deity. Okay, so, once again, there's there's different levels. Anything can be a deity. Anything that is worshipped can be uh, deemed your deity. That doesn't make it good, and that's that's where we get to our our nasty person, uh, Howard Fish. Oh Lord! <laughs> now, <clears throat> as we stated, most of the boogeyman stories were about an entity that would snatch kids and eat them, and. This, this, this piece of work, uh, his family suffered from schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. His dad was some type of riverboat captain who died when he was very young, and his mother gave him up uh, to an orphanage, to which uh, I don't understand how they recorded all this kind of abuse and just let it go on. So when his mother regained her faculties many years later and took him back he was now a very disturbed individual who was carrying out the actual horrors attributed to the boogeyman now this was the 1800s or 18 you know the late 1800s but this person until they were actually executed uh was capturing and eating little kids. Sick. So, the really, really, really sick. So, and I even, I even went so far as to down, going down that rabbit hole. I found uh, a uh, a document that uh, it turns out he kept a journal and and uh, described. Uh, well, I don't know if he kept a journal or this was his admissions to the police and it's part of the official police record but he went into great detail on to into his culinary skills and i'm just going to leave it at that 
and of course the goon is speechless as as we could expect a, a man of his stalwart nature to be absolutely i i i, I don't know what to say here he um yeah as serial killers I, I, go I, I, to be honest with you i don't think dahmer has anything on this guy I went and clicked on the link that had more details on it, and I, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> no. No. So if you are with the faint oh, of heart, Lord. No. you do not have to do that. The point that I was trying to make is that uh, while we do condition things, we have to be careful because what we are training our kids to believe, whether it be, you know, subtle things like Santa Claus or uh, horrific things like the Boogeyman, that stays inside a person, and you don't know what kind of effect that's going to have. Much like the other things where everyone's a winner or you've got only 12 years to live. Uh, <laughs> you know, here, here's a question, and this is very interesting. Um, I noticed that Bryce Harper, you know, the, uh, who spent the last seven years of his career with the, uh, with the Washington, um, what is the Washington baseball team? The Nationals. The Washington Nationals. Thank you momentary brain aneurysm there um he's now playing for the philadelphia phillies but he signed a 13-year contract and I, I think somebody should have warned him that he's not going to get that 13th year worth of money there was so there's, much money in there i don't think he cares we're talking 330 million dollars over 13 years baby that's a lot yep that's a whole that's... lot the phillies suck anyway somebody <laughs> somebody asked a phillies fan i was watching the TV news this morning. Somebody asked a Phillies fan, "So, so how many years are you guys going to have to win the World Series for to, to, for you to feel like that was money well spent?" And the person said, "Every one of them." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor best. Can they break five hundred? That's my question. It's nice wow. to have a. It's nice to have a dream. <laughs> so, <clears throat> this this will get into uh, some of the other suggestions that were given today. Uh, but if we if we were to make people say fear driving to the point where we would now entrust all of our modes of transportation to robots, that would be another one deity because we are uh, giving up actual freedoms and choice and handing it over to something else that we will now be calling upon every day or every other day or however many days a person uh, uses transportation. We, we trust in our technological overlords. It wouldn't be long before no one knew how to drive. That's right. And we can, we can trace that back to how many people know how to write cursive, how many people know Morse code. How many... I use it as a secret code. <laughs> in, in driving... How many people know how to drive a manual transmission? I, unfortunately, am not one of them. Yeah, see, my, my son, who is learning how to drive, the first thing I said, what kind of car do you want? He says, the car that uses manual transmission, so in case something goes wrong, I know what to do. And I... It was well, I, <laughs> he, he, he's, he's raising them well, isn't he? he? He certainly is. And, you know, if you ever have to drive a, a large vehicle... They like get larger. Wheeler? Yeah, I don't think they come with automatics. Actually, the new ones do. They finally figured out how to do that with all that force. Yeah, isn't that amazing? There's like 12 gears on an 18 Isn't it awesome? Yeah. 
I got passed by a dump truck on the road uh, a couple days ago. It had so many axles, there wasn't any space between the steering axle up front and all of the drive and support axles. And I thought, this vehicle runs really good straight ahead. Turning, a lot of those wheels are going to be on. <laughs> I thought, I would want to drive that. And I can only imagine how many gears that sucker had. A little bit of friction on the turns there. <laughs> Just a little. Just a tad. It's like you might as well put treads on it. The thing is, is it's not a skill that's all that hard. What, but, the, auto, the manual transmission thing? Yeah. No, uh, most of it becomes, it's just you know, familiarity with the vehicle, and if you feel when the engine needs to be shifted, and so on and so forth. You, or you can tell by the sound yeah. after mm-hmm. a little. Oh, that's a good time. You mean the grinding? <clears throat> no, the RPM noise of the engine. I think he meant the whining of the engine. Ah, uh, well... Opposed to the whining of the host. <laughs> whining of the engine. It goes, shift me, shift me, please. There's a, there's a red line, which a lot of people don't understand why that's there. Don't cross it? Well, no. You can red unless, line your, Unless you're the previous administration? There's, you can red line your engine. Oh. And you can blow pistons doing that. I mean, you saw, this is... So if you're if you're in the New York area and you never learn how to drive, then you can end up in a Mr. Robot situation in which, you know, you're digging your own grave, you have a chance to survive, and then you've run you've run into the only rock in the desert. If you Very remember true. that. I don't think I got that that episode. Oh my goodness, Goon, what happened to you? You said you were watching it and <laughs> that was like a year and a half ago. It's been on a year hiatus. So, you do realize that the main actor is now an Academy Award-winning star. You really should watch the show. You know how I feel about the Oscars and the Academy, so that wouldn't exactly be a ringing endorsement for me. But he, he was in a movie that had singing, and we know you love That's musicals. True. And, and I, have to, I have to believe that you are a, at least an admirer, if not a fan, of Freddie Mercury. I am. Did Both you see the movie? I have not yet. You probably should. You Be, because it. every my my daughter would like to go see it with me. Ah. And whenever she's home and we over over the Christmas break, whenever we went to the theater, it was sold out. Well, the good news for you is it is now available on demand. On demand. And soon to be available in your house. As she will be home next week, that is something we can watch. We'll expect a report. Two well, ages, double spaced. <laughs> Eight point font. <laughs> wow! Ouch. <laughs> crutch, crutch can't read eight point font. I don't think, uh, Chief. I, I could read it. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna get a lot of paper cuts on my nose. <laughs> his, his face is gonna be really close to that page. One good sneeze, and we're gonna lose a paragraph. <laughs> that's that's unfortunate. Yes. And a great visual for all of you. Some things you just can't unsee. <laughs> Thank you. You're so, welcome. So in in the the list of suggestions, there was also a, an item on uh, Tesla's cars. Now, <laughs> I was just uh, corrected over and over today as I was saying that it is impractical the way that you would have to do it. And one of the Tesla owners that we work with uh, was correcting me. I stating, find it amazing we work with Tesla owners. We have a Tesla owner? Wow. There are multiple Tesla owners. And they said that they were able to go 
from uh, Columbia to Fredericksburg, Virginia, without ever having to stop, being able to plug in directly from a 120-volt outlet, and uh, staying there, be driving around, and overnight being able to stop uh, to drive all the way back. Well, that, okay, that's very true, but unless you have the special plug, plugging into a normal 120 outlet takes forever. Approximately eight hours. Eight hours, yeah, which is forever. Go to a gas station and park your car there, car there for eight hours. Right, and that's what I, I was stating road trips, to which uh, all the youngsters in the room said, who takes road trips anymore? Which in which I knew that I could just stop talking at this point. Well, right. you can also tell them. Well, thanks to AOC, it's not like you'll be able to fly anywhere. <laughs> a, a a trip to Fredericksburg is not even a road trip. Yes, a road trip is Conyers, Georgia. That's well, a road trip. I said San Antonio, Orlando, Florida, San Antonio, Texas. Of course, it has to be Florida. It's always got to be Florida with you. Got San Antonio, Texas, where people know what salsa is supposed to taste like. I thought bring out. The pace, picante. The, right? uh, nice. The, uh, the, the chief is uh, is eyeing the uh, the star uh, the, uh, the the state Lone the yellow ribbon Lone, Lone Star State. So, would but, you be would you be departing for that state anytime soon, chief? Any anytime. So <clears throat> there are forces soon at work. Is relative. Forces yeah. at work. Literally at work. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> We'll, we'll see what happens. Well played. <laughs> we will see what happens. But the, the as, and I believe that this was in discussion because when we were talking about Florida, Georgia, Colorado, which I didn't mention because that's not even something that I can entertain <laughs> no, due to the cold, not the uh, oh, Rocky Mountain High. <laughs> There was also Hawaii, but uh, <laughs> you can't afford to live there now. That's correct. I, I on couldn't. your current salary. <laughs> this is true. Uh, I'm waiting for the opportunity to um, to uh, to move to Costa Rica and uh, you know continue the the vital work that I do from there. <laughs> will you will, will you be getting a donkey and raising coffee? You know, I guess. that's not necessarily a bad life. <laughs> I kind of see you in a serape with a big old sombrero. Hi, my name is Crutch Valdez. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and I mean, you do like coffee, so it's not oh. that far fetched. All kidding aside, I've I've got tickets for tonight. You know, we we, we keep your fingers crossed, guys, because you know it could happen tonight or tomorrow. But if I was to own a coffee plantation, <laughs> yeah, I would not make any money. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he now? Uh, he's on the fourth <laughs> acre. <laughs> Senor, Senor Crutch, we are supposed to sell the coffee. No, I'm just going to hear it graze a little. <laughs> so, <clears throat> if you were to get it imported into Malta, Malta, you'd be able to live on the equivalent of two S, uh, 200 U.S. dollars. And a month? That is correct. And Ooh. be in very good standing. I probably could actually become an actual hospitaler then. Yes, you see. Malta, that's where their headquarters is. Malta's uh, <laughs> off the south of Italy? Am I? Is my geography right? Uh, like it north, is definitely north, near north there. A, north Africa, kind of over in that part of the world? Yeah. It's, uh, help, um, help me. 
I'm, I'm going to help you just in a moment. Um, yeah, it is very much right where it should be. There we are. Um, it was one of the places Mussolini it is Right. It is. Okay, so it is directly below Sicily. So it's due south of Sicily, right? And uh, it is um, east of Tunisia. Okay. Did so. you know? Did you notice how I contained myself there when you said Sicily and didn't say, "Oh, your homeland"? I thought it, but I didn't do it because it, it makes you mad. <laughs> so, and, so you and, had to and, remind us. And and it's wrong. Uh, my homeland is in the good part of the country, which would be Italy. I I know and, that, uh, but but and uh, outside but of I, Naples in a little town called Mirabella. And if you'd like, I can contact some folks there, and they can help you with your geography. I'm sure they can. <laughs> It'll probably have to do with a boot and some very unpleasant things. That uh, might be a... Well, sure. Yeah, you know. Your geography's <laughs> bad. Here's the boot. Let us show you. Now, here, take this with you so you can always have it to remember us by. How is that creating a happy pole? Which is... No, so but using the hey. using fear, we're using fear to correct his his attitude. One of our one right of our fans, the show, buddy. One of our fans texted me and loved the happy poll. I told him franchise opportunities available soon. <laughs> the happy poll. <laughs> well, oh God! I, well, okay. So I'm going to be getting coffee. You're going to be starting up a brothel, Chief. Where are you going with your money? <laughs> on the farm. So. Uh, Is which, that as in the CIA? <laughs> so, uh, uh, funny you should mention that because I gave you a link, and mm -hmm. and that particular link, uh, when I was doing more research, uh, turns out CIA is nothing more than Catholics in action. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard that one. This before. is two weeks in a row, sir. <laughs> so, oh my God. <laughs> I must admit, I enjoyed coming in this this evening and stirring you up, because it's really gotten you going even better than you would have been, I think. You'll never know. He is a constant professional. Yeah, so the the basic thing that I have to keep uh, going over is is the, the simple fact that, as just shown right here, the threat of violence, although the goon knew that... Uh, most likely the indigenous residents of Italy would not be able to put the boot anywhere because all the places that they would need to, the goon has, has a tall stature, and I don't know that many tall Italians. It's, it's true. So, well, we swarm. Yeah, well, you know... Like the, the lemming. <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> you mean right off the cliff? <laughs> I was waiting for you to go there. Wouldn't I just yell, look, is that gnocchi? And they'd all turn and I could run away. Oh, uh, but probably uh, work. <laughs> how how many uh, Polish runners do we know? Uh, let me think. Not our, not not Poland's best sport in the Olympics. Right. It doesn't... We, do, we, we do better with things like... Uh, Hammer throwing throw. heavy objects. Yeah, hammer throw, <laughs> shot put, that really heavy frisbee where you like it looks like you're hurling a manhole cover. Discus? Yeah. Discus, thank you. The discus, what he was talking about, yeah. It's, those, it's fun things, but those, 
Yes, I imagine I imagine many of them think they were throwing Germans. They just pictured the hammer or the disc or the javelin as a German and just, you know, throw away. <laughs> Here you go, Fritz. <laughs> well, you know, again. Here. It was an attempt at violence through words because mm-hmm. apparently words matter just like elections because they all have consequences. And yet some people can't accept I here's what I don't get as mm-hmm. much as much as the 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 ultimate American boogeyman right now has a has a syndrome associated with his name <laughs> the ultimate boogeyman right yes, now yes because people there was a there was a woman who was in a you know Mexican food restaurant uh, to which someone just walked in with a hat, mm-hmm. and she yanked it off and began to berate the person. Turns out that she was an illegal immigrant from Brazil and is currently getting deported. Her whole life was just turned upside down because someone was wearing a hat that yeah. that had words that many presidents had said, but this particular one decided to just run with it and started making merchandise. Mm-hmm. And it... Look at how it incites them. You know, people say that it is the epitome. It's it's the new clan uh, hood. It uh it reminds them of every bad thing that has ever happened to them. It is words on a hat that many people have said. How is it doing it? Because, uh, as stated, parents told kids. Uh, women told men, the media tells everyone, and now, since I guess people are just so susceptible to suggestion, it has become ingrained inside them. People are so easily triggered, it's, it's frightening. Oh, it is. It is. The Chief, were you and I talking about that, about how you can't even talk to anybody. The The levels of TDS that are out there are unlike anything I've seen. There is, I was I was uh, playing an online game with my sister last night, and someone just started talking to me. Uh, their in-game name was uh, Trigger Word Trump, and <laughs> and I couldn't tell if it was my son. Because I was like, "Am I being trolled right now or not?" <laughs> by, by, by your own kids, that's awesome. It wasn't him. It was someone okay. totally else, because my my son's name is is Trump official, and. It, it, <laughs> And his uh, his alts character is Pence official, so <laughs> so he can just continue a conversation. He'll log out of one, log into the other one, and go right back into the chat room and and start backing up, you know, the the commander. Oh but, my god! But for I mean for him, it, it one it's an it's an amazing idea that one person is they have made him the boogeyman. And now sure. everyone is or they're trying to eliminate the boogeyman. But the more you talk about him, the more power he gets, which mm-hmm. is <laughs> true to all the stories as well. And we are in year, I mean, we're going into year three. And it's still going on. Still. How? How? It, it, let's say on, you know, the last day of year eight. They're like we we finally we're finally gonna get rid of them. 
all this work, all the money that we spent, all the energy that we put into it finally becomes worth it. When if they had not put a lick of energy, they would have got the same result and may have actually been able to do something productive. Mm -hmm. with their lives uh, as much as uh, the grandstanding that I can't stand on Capitol Hill uh, one of the congressmen pointed out the first witness that the congressional hearing chooses is, is someone who is literally going to jail for lying and we're supposed to believe them now Right. to which they are now stating that the only reason why he flipped is because he was taking out some bad loans with the bank or something money-related that his wife was also associated with. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mueller had stated that he will basically bury her in prison unless he turns. Well, he's he's got a number of problems. Uh, you know, he's he's up there ragging on the, uh, on the president, and he's in the process of trying to get a book deal where... He spends 80% of the book praising the president. So are you lying in the book? Did you just lie to Congress again? Um, in fact, as it turns out, he made some comments during the um, during the testimony that a couple of the Republicans have referred to for a criminal investigation uh, as to the fact that they believe he just lied in front of Congress again. How, he, they, the they, guy, don't, they don't believe it. Yeah. It's documented. <laughs> he asked, they, right. a little while later, they said, you said this. And we all know this isn't true. Are you going to change your statement? Right. He's, he's, and, and that's all they've got, folks. I mean, you know, nobody's talking. Isn't it amazing how no one's talking about the, the report for the Mueller investigation now? I mean, ser seriously, nobody's out there going, by God, I can't wait for that thing to come because it's going to be a nothing burger. Uh, you know, Mueller, Mueller's already dismissed, I think, about half of his staff. You know, go back to your old jobs kind of thing. So, you know, he's not winding up for some grand thing um, that, you know, a guano crazy lady overrunning the finance department right now. What is her name? Who's running finance? Oh, you mean, uh, Maxine? Maxine Waters, right? Grandma She's decided Max. that, we're, well, now we have to go investigate the Trump Foundation. You know, and it's just going to be one after the other. And he's, he's just going to, you know, I, he's going to keep doing what he does, and they're going to keep investigating. It will probably cost them the House. Maybe not this round, but maybe the next one. Maybe in 2022 he gets the House back. You know. Well, nobody knows. And the another interesting thing that has to deal with fear and what is going on now is the, with the amount of investigations and items that they're putting on the president, they are trying to invoke fear within him. That, hey, we eventually will find something because right. everyone is dirty. We have enough laws that even if you thought you were doing everything okay, you're, you're doing something wrong. Which, uh, there's a book that I always bring up that's three felonies a day. The, right. But yeah, the, yeah. the, the yeah. other thing that people that do not study history 
fail to realize is that if you do it to them, they will do it to you. The, yeah. nu the nuclear option is a great example of that. Uh, right. Everybody said it was a bad idea. I'm like, well, then you really should have told Harry Reid not to do it. <laughs> but but he did. And, uh, well, <laughs> they they did after they, they put the most judges ever <laughs> in a... In a couple of years, it's it's been it's been pretty impressive. You and I were speaking earlier, Chief, about um, they used a three-letter acronym for something that the Republicans currently. It's a technique that the Minority the Party MTR MTR right, which is a motion to remit. I think it was, and um, and basically in the process of they're using this to to actually have some say in in legislation it's and, recommit and, by the way but motion to recommit yes. exactly and um apparently uh the republicans wanted to get something into a particular bill and they actually got 26 democrats to go along with them which completely made pelosi and aoc lose their collective brain cells and um and now she's claiming that well we're going to fix that so you can't do that anymore and i'm like be very careful because, like you said, what comes around goes around. Now, the thing that Crush is referring to was they were so proud of themselves with a gun bill. And another common sense item, hey, if an illegal alien is trying to get a gun, inform ICE. They went to all the red state uh, Democrats and said, doesn't this make sense? They said, yes, this makes sense. And that is how they got 20 co-sponsors, making it bipartisan. Now, you can't have a bipartisan bill uh, slipping through there that has something to do with reprimanding illegal immigrants for doing more illegal activity. So, right. there was uh, a bunch... It's not fair to them. They're already <laughs> up to their elbows at illegal. So, they brought them into a room well, they being uh, Nancy and AOC, to mm -hmm. chastise them saying, regardless of what the Republicans put forward, just say no. To which people that I now have more respect for, like Connor Lamb, says, I vote my district, not along party lines. Which God is, bless him. Which is when, exactly. This is when AOC decided to say, I will make a list of all of you who don't make party, uh, who don't kowtow to the party line and I will so. get you primaried because when she left her office, you know, the millennial youth squad or, or the uh, new age Hitler youth as, uh, yeah, yeah. as the, the, the brown shirts, yeah. As <laughs> those, those who cooperate are on the white, uh, the white list, the others of you are on the black list. And he, they had to explain why uh, she voted yes on something that contained such an egregious offense. And she said, well, I don't want to have to do that again. But, but we're the Nazis. It's, it is right. because, once again, if you're painted, I mean, as far as I know, you know, Mao, Stalin, still don't hold a candle to the boogeyman-like uh, status that Hitler has. Right. And but I mean, all kidding aside, who killed more? Right. Well, the two people I just mentioned killed more than Hitler. <laughs> Each. Yeah. Each. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. 
right. because uh, he he was a figurehead. He made it known. Everyone feared him. People obviously didn't fear Stalin because they kept doing it and eventually were successful in taking him out. And I don't even know what happened to Mao. Mao died of old age, didn't he? Yeah, so. You know. So there you have it. If if people learned history, then they would understand why all this is happening and how it continues to happen and how if you don't educate your kids and you're not educated yourself, then you won't know to educate your kids. Then we will just have this uh, continuous cycle. And now, a moment from our sponsors. Tonight's episode of Swing with the Fish is brought to you in part by Put Them to the Question, Private Detectives. Got an ex or a relative that you need information from and they're not cooperating? Let the folks that put them to the question go medieval on them and get the information that you need. And the Native American Reparations League, trying to give the beads back for the last five generations. And the nation of Poland. Poland, it's not just pierogies anymore. <laughs>